help support our coverage using Blueberry, the community that gives creators the ability to make money, get detailed audience measurements, and host their audio and video. Get 30 days to try out the service using promo code BLUEBERRY004. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y-004. So I'll go ahead and let you do introduce yourself and your company. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Yeah, good morning. Thanks ha for having me here. Uh, yeah. My name is Maarten Tobias. I'm from the Netherlands, and I work for a company called Dimenko. And we have created a technology called Simulated Reality. And that's typically a technology that you have to see to believe. So that's why I brought you a, uh, a sample. It's actually an Acer laptop that had integrated our technology. Okay. So shall I just give you a, a yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why do we... So I don't know if we're going to be able to see this on the screen. We can see it. Yeah, can so the, the, the effect will not be noticeable. So what we actually do, and that's why I'm going to turn it a bit to you okay. so to see it for you. Sure. So I'll go ahead, go ahead and tell me what, I'm looking at a, a 3D image of a villa, an old villa. Yeah, so probably you see a 3D image popping in front of you. Yeah. So what we actually can achieve is a 3D image without glasses. So where you normally uh. always have an head-mounted display, yep. to see the metaphors, for example, or yep. to create a 3D effect. Yep. We do that actually with an optical layer in front of the display. So when I move my head, this thing is moving. Yeah, so because we don't only give you a 3D perspective, but we always change the perspective of what you see. So we track your eyes, and by tracking your eyes, we make sure that you have a left image on your left eye and a right image on your right eye. But while you're moving your head, you're actually changing the perspective of what you see, like in the real world. Yeah. And that's actually what we do. So if I use the mouse, can I get a top-down view? Can I rotate yeah, the can. image further? Definitely, definitely. So this is just a, an example of a model, a 3D model. So we support like 95% of the 3D models, but you can, you right. can also show games. Uh, you can use it for uh, VRAD, for like engineers, designers, creators. So I'm going to tell the audience what I'm looking at here. And this is something I've never seen without any other type of special glasses. This, this 3D model's coming out of the damn screen. It, it's, it's, it looks like it's like in front of me, not, not dramatically, but it's crazy. It well, you, if you use two fingers, you can actually zoom in, zoom out, and you can get it more into your, uh, let's say, pop it out more on the screen. That, my friend, is wild. So what do you think, then, is going to be the application on this? So Acer is positioning this as a content creator, designer. So if you're an architect, you work in 3D uh, modeling. It's yeah. a typical uh, technology that you can use. We furthermore are targeting gaming. So yeah. you know, all the games already have the 3D information. Yep. And we just need to leverage that 3D information and show it on our display technology. So gaming is definitely the second target. And then video conferencing. You can imagine, especially with the pandemic, people are sitting more in front of their screens, but they want to have that real life experience. And that's actually what we make possible. What has been the response to this so far? I don't think, you know, if I was wearing a, a virtual headset, I would expect something like this, but I'm not. So what has been the response from the public on this? Yeah, it's, you know, it's, I think it's great. So I think, as you said, it's, it's like mesmerizing. You have to really see it and believe it. You so have to why, see it. That's why I thought, you know, let's bring a sample, because otherwise it could make a really nice story. And sadly enough, of course, the, the, your listeners are not able to see it, but I think that's really the, the, the strength of the product. Chris, I'm sitting here scratching my chin, dude. It's, it's, it, 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 well, what you've got on the screen, it doesn't give this any, it doesn't give any context what I'm seeing because it, it's actually out in front 
it doesn't look like it's sitting it, see, right there. I'm like, wow, I trip out because it looks like it jumps out of the screen. And I know it's just the optical on what it's doing. It's, it's like I'm wearing a virtual headset. Exactly. So you can imagine that, especially with the hygienic problems, a virtual headset is not always desirable, especially because you're socially totally out of the, uh, out of the scope of uh, people surrounding you. So how did you, so you using a two camera, obviously you have to have two cameras on a laptop to do this, I'm well, assuming. The, yeah, the two cameras we actually use to track your eyes. So okay. we need to make very sure where your eyes are and that we do that on, uh, and it's a metric system, but two millimeters uh, accuracy. Uh, and then there's a special layer in front of the display and that special layer actually redirects the light. And by redirecting the light to your left eye and to your right eye, we can make it sure possible that you can see a 3D image. Got you. So this is gonna be, Gaming, architect, yeah, engineering. So if you are a CAD modeler or if you are an architect or you work in uh, uh, building information management, if you want to visualize complex uh, stuff, this is a, this is a very w easy way to uh, visualize and understand uh, 3D image uh, information. How did you do your first render of this particular image? Did you guys draw it or did you, what was the process to get the first image that you have here? That's actually the cool thing. We can use any 3D object that's available. So, you know, probably you know the, this, an iPhone, yep. it has a LiDAR camera. Yep. I can make a scan and directly put it on the laptop. So we support 95% of all existing 3D formats. We don't have to do anything of it. We can also show you a movie like Avatar. It has a 3D movie. You can show a 3D movie without glasses. Will this, do you think this is gonna go into television sets at some point? So the downside is because we also change the perspective of what you see. It's only available for one person. So, for, and most people watch TV with As multiple group. persons. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's difficult. Because of the tracking. The tracking uh, and because, uh, yeah, so that's for a TV that's more difficult. But you can think of laptops, mobile phones, tablets, monitors. Yeah. yeah. Where typically you have a one personal uh, huge device. So you can use it in signage. Yeah. Digital signage, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. If you had a digital signage, though, then there might be the ability through AI to detect multiple people, but you'd have to have multiple cameras to do it in digital you signage. You could also, at that point, detect what their actual emotional state is by exactly. looking at the image. Well, that's a, that's a good remark, indeed. Because we have a camera, we can understand a lot about the user, and right. emotional recognition is, is a key thing of that. So if you look at our concept of simulated reality, it's on the one hand, it's the and simulated reality stands what we say SR, which is actually... XR without wearables. Right. Uh, and that's a combination actually of our display technology, but you can also mention interactivity. So when you have a hand tracking, you can interact with the, uh, the object. You have spatial sound and understanding the user like emotional recognition, heart rate recognition, which you can all do by a camera. And that total immersive experience is that what we call simulated reality. Gotcha. This could uh. be used in therapy situations, all kinds of stuff. Working it on people's fears. It's yeah, it's a good point. Because it, it doesn't come too far out of the screen. I would say that the visual feeling I had is that it was maybe out like that far, you know, in, in certain certain uh, aspects of this. Well, but if, if, if needed, I can put it on your nose, but that's not comfortable. Ah, I think so. <laughs> it's very, very cool. This is This is very interesting. It's just... What you guys have come up here is really cool. Is this a first? Is anybody else doing this? No, this is the first. So uh, Acer is our first customer that brings this to market. Uh, and we hope to announce uh, several other big IT companies in the, in the coming uh, months. So you just basically have to run the software package on top of it in the correct hardware. 
Yeah, so we, what we actually deliver is the, the optical stack, the hardware, and then our software uh, platform. Outstanding. Um, what's this going to retail for? And yeah, of course, you have to buy the laptop, but what is your piece? What is, where's your guys' model? Yeah, so what, in the end, uh, Acer sells this as a total laptop. Eh? So that's fully integrated into the laptop. I think it goes uh, for about $4,000. Right. So, but it's also a very high-end laptop. Eh? It has a, a GTX 3080. Sure, sure. So that's also a big part of the cost factor. Yeah, so, and so they actually deliver it with everything installed. So This is what they call a spatial labs Acer laptop, and you can buy it, uh, and that's, uh, that's how you get it. Very, very, very cool. I see so. my next laptop purchase. Well, you know, I, I, and I, <laughs> I, I, I it, it, what we're you haven't even seen for it AR, <laughs> for AR VR creators, things like that. Exactly. I have friends that work in like movies out there doing XR and stuff like that. So for them to be able to model what they're doing and actively see it like that without a VR headset. The, the audience—that's a game changer. Yeah, you know, and, and I well can't—I can't stress this enough. You guys could see what he had up on the screen, but it did no. Did, did, don't even ignore that. What you saw on the screen—it's not. It is not what you see here. So just so everyone's clear, um, I was pretty blown away that that could do that. Just wearing glasses, regular glasses or regular eyeballs. Yeah, an interesting part is that we actually are able to track your eyes with, um, with a, you know, you have your headset, you have your mask, so yeah. you're covering quite a bit of your face, yeah, and we're right. still are able to track your face yeah. very well. Yeah, I did well. Whew, so where can people find more information about this? People can go to www.dimenko.eu uh, or www.simulatedreality.com. Simulatedreality.com. I think that's the easier one to remember. Exactly. And more important, by the yeah, way. Yeah, simulatedreality.com. I thank you for coming out and showing me this. this yeah, is, thanks for having me. You just, it's like three things in a row that's blown me away here today. And uh, that's what I come to CES for is to be wowed. I don't have a personal application for it, but there's some people out there who said, oh, like <laughs> you. Right, so your your bill for the show just went to four grand. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope my wife is not watching. <laughs> or if you are, sweetie, uh, sorry. Birthday. <laughs> birthday. <laughs> so all right, hey, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for me. Yeah, thanks for showing this off and uh, very very cool. Simulatedreality.com. TPN CES 2022 coverage is executive produced by Michelle Mendez. Technical directors are Kurt Corliss and Adam Barker. Associate producers are Nancy Ertz and Maurice McCoy. Interviews are edited by Joe Minnie. Hosts are Marlo Anderson, Todd Cochran, Scott Ertz, Christopher Jordan, Danielle Mendez, and Alante Sparks. Las Vegas studio provided by HC Productions. Remote studio provided by Plug Hits Productions. This has been a Tech Podcast Network production. Copyright 2022.